Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. accuser of the brethren, because remember, that's what he's called in the Bible in some places, Satan, the serpent, Lucifer, the devil, the enemy of your soul. He's also called the accuser of the brethren. The accuser of the brethren, he uses things like masks. As we go throughout life, we have an enemy that is against us and against God. In today's message, Pastor Robert will share about Satan and his title of Accuser of the Brethren. Satan is sneaky with his tactics and will try to turn believer against believer. We can withstand him and continue to live for Christ. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 15, as he continues his message, U-Turns. God did this, he did this, this, this thing with Abraham, and he said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm establishing a relationship with you that's legal, it's binding, but it's invisible because I'm invisible. Nobody can see this, and it's not. So here's, here's what I want you to do. Every male child on the eighth day, I want you to cut away the foreskin. I want you to circumcise every single one of them. You're going to be different, because trust me, nobody else on the planet is going to do this. You're going to do it. Your family, your descendants. And that's going to separate you from everybody else, and they'll know those people are weird. They're, they're, but they're weird because they're being governed by God, not by their humanity. That was the idea. That was the symbolism behind it. Listen to what Paul said as he addressed it to the Romans. In Romans chapter 2, verse 25, Paul said, For circumcision is indeed profitable if you keep the law. But if you're a breaker of the law, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. In other words, it's meaningless. It's worthless. Therefore... If an uncircumcised man keeps the righteous requirements of the law, will not his uncircumcision be counted as circumcision? And will not the physically uncircumcised, if he fulfills the law, judge you, who even with your written code and circumcision are a transgressor of the law? For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not from men, but from God. See, the Bible says 
The Bible says that circumcision doesn't save anybody. That in fact, the outward ritual is completely meaningless unless there is an inward reality behind it. Okay, great. So we don't have to be circumcised. No, that's not the point. That's not the point. You see, the point is that the religious rituals, while often are, they are beneficial to us as reminders, they don't save us. They don't save us. But that doesn't mean we should get rid of them. Because Again, they are beneficial to us as reminders. They're beneficial to us for the purpose which God intended them to fulfill. They just don't save us. It's just like the law. See, a lot of people think, oh, we're not under the law. We can ignore the law. We don't have to do the law. We don't need to read the Old Testament. We don't need to study the Old Testament. We don't care about the Old Testament. Who cares about the Old Testament? We're not under law. We're under grace. You should care about the Old Testament. No, it's not going to save you. The law doesn't save anybody. But the law is still very real and valid. Gravity is still gravity. Stealing is still wrong. Washing your hands the way the Jews were taught to wash their hands will keep you healthy. There are all kinds of beneficial things to be found in the law. Now listen, today nobody's trying to push circumcision as a necessity for salvation. At least not to my knowledge. But the the enemy hasn't changed his tactics he, he does the same stuff over and over and over again. He, he just gets more creative with his approach. So nowadays, the issues he brings up are slightly different. For example, nowadays, the accuser of the brethren, because remember, that's what he's called in the Bible in some places, Satan, the serpent, Lucifer, the devil, the enemy of your soul. He's also called the accuser of the brethren. The accuser of the brethren, he uses things like masks or vaccines. Or oh, if you were a real Christian, you wouldn't be worried about wearing a mask. If you were a real Christian, you wouldn't feel the need to get a vaccine. You'd just be trusting God in faith. I mean, come on, by his stripes you were healed. Or you could flip that over. If you were a real Christian, you, you, you'd never take that mask off because you'd be worried about your neighbors and your friends. And I mean, how could you go around without a mask? With you know, There's so many older people who have conditions. And, and, and you'd be the first in line to get a vaccine because you don't want to spread this virus. I mean, now, now listen to me. The issue, the, the point that I'm trying to make, the issue is not the, va- the, the, the vaccine. The issue is not the mask. We're f- these are things we, we're going to disagree about stuff. We're individual human beings from different cultures, different backgrounds, different perspectives on life, different understandings, even of the minor points of Scripture. I remember hearing Chuck Smith many, many years ago. I remember hearing hearing him talk about how his doctrine, his understanding of Scripture had changed over the years. How at one point early on that he believed that the earth might very well be billions of years old. And that maybe there was a gap between 
you know, in, in the very beginning there in Genesis between verses 1 and 2, like some believe that there's actually a gap in time, that the, that the earth was there for billions of years, but it was formless and void until God brought order. And then he said, basically as an old man, another old man convinced him that he was wrong and that the young earth doctrine was right and that there is no gap between those verses. He, in other words, he, he changed his mind on some things as he studied, as he, we're going to disagree over stuff. The problem comes when we start trying to use these different things. When we listen to the enemy, we allow him to take these little sub-points like this. And if you were a real Christian, if he was a real Christian, if she was a real Christian, doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that, that we don't lovingly offer accountability to one another. Do you understand? Again, the balancing truth. If you're a consistent liar, and I've become aware of it, I need to talk to you about it. Not to judge you, but to warn you. Because the Bible says all liars go to hell. And that seems to imply that if you're consistently lying, well, then your relationship with Jesus may not be as real as you think it is. So there's that balance. Another ploy that the enemy tries to use, he'll question the validity of a person's salvation on the basis of when they go to church. I get letters all the time. And, and it'll be this condemning, you know, you can't possibly be real Christians, you're all going to hell, and you're going to an especially hot corner of hell because you're teaching people that they should go to church on Sunday and not on Saturday. You should all be going to church on Saturday. You can't, you can't be real Christians if you're going to church on Sunday. The Book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions or if you'd like prayer. 
give us a call at 305 531 2730. That's 305 531 2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio, 